You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. What's going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest episode of the Birds Banter Podcast, presented to you by PHL Sports Nation. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. My name is Matt Lupe, and I'm a Twitter admin with PHL Eagles Nation. And as always, I'm joined by Logan Banker, a blogger with PHL Eagles Nation, and Sean McMenamin, a blogger for PHL Eagles Nation. Today, we'll be discussing the heartbreaking loss to the Saints in the divisional round of the playoffs just a few days ago. Yeah, so as we all know, the Eagles fell to the Saints 20-14 to in New Orleans in the divisional round. The Eagles uh, came out very quick. It, even from the first play, it was clear that uh, the Eagles were a different team from the Week 11 matchup against the Saints. Craven LeBlanc uh, picked off Drew Brees on the very first play of the game, and the Eagles got up 14 nothing. But then the Saints scored 20 un- unanswered points. Um, Nick Foles and the offense didn't score again in their final seven drives in the Saints went on to win. So um, I think one of the big things that we we're going to focus on was um, the decision to run a play before the two-minute warning where um, Alshon Jeffrey uh, dropped the pass and it was intercepted. So I don't know if you guys want to touch on that a bit first. Yeah, um, I completely um, – I disagree with this play call just by seeing this outcome. Like I was going back and forth with Sean on Twitter about it. Um, it's one of those situations where – if it works out, if Alshon catches that pass, then there's no problem. The Eagles look like they made the right decision. They're a couple of yards closer to the end zone, and they're in great shape. But because he dropped it and Marshawn Lattimore was right behind him, it looks like a terrible play call. And because they ran that risk of a dropped pass and an interception, I think they made the wrong decision because um, they have a little bit over two minutes to go about 35 yards with the season on the line, down by six points, they need a touchdown here. There's no need to rush this, especially because it doesn't take two full minutes to get 30 yards down the field and score. They need to reduce the clock as much as possible because you know Drew Brees can go 40 yards down the field right after that next kickoff and kick a field goal. Like They needed every single second possible off that clock, so I disagree. They gave up the game and a free timeout with that two-minute warning. Yeah, for my take on it, I think the play was there, and he got open. So that might be on Jeffrey, obviously, to catch the ball, which he does nine times out of ten. I just thought it was the one time he drops that, which is just costly. I mean, and ended up being the game after that. But I think just since it was there, it was it was a good play. But like you said, we could have used a free timeout, spoke it over, maybe um, drawn up a better play possibly and continue to uh, get the time off the clock and get as, get it down to as much time as you can before giving it back to Drew Brees or possibly not even because you want to keep the ball away from him as long as you can because you know he can always lead a game-winning drive late when it matters, especially in the playoffs, and he's proven that throughout his career. Yeah, so for me, um, at first, like when it happened, I wasn't a big fan of 
uh, running a play before the two-minute warning. But the more I think about it, the more I understand why. And Doug Peterson kind of gave a good explanation. So the defense is kind of expecting you not to run a play before the two-minute warning because they assume that you want to use as much time as possible. And they ran the play that Alshon wide open would have been like a 70-yard gain. And like you said, Sean, nine times out of ten, he catches that pass and just so happened this one time he didn't catch it. If it works, people would be fine with it. But since it didn't, there's some people complaining about it. Um, I think you play to win the game. You can't worry about what could happen if you score too quickly or what could happen if Drew Brees gets back on the field. You have to do what you can to get as many yards as, po- as possible and just get what you can. And, I mean, they could have waited till the two-minute warning, but that it's just a decision where it could go either way. And it just it's a big deal because it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think that was just a crushing play, obviously. And if, I mean, I thought everything was going our way. We were getting penalties, a few big plays. And especially after um, Will Lutz missed that kick and then we went on that drive, got a few calls. I definitely thought we were going to score a touchdown. It was just so unlucky that Alshon doesn't catch that and we eventually lose the game. Yeah, and you know that they're going to Alshon that drive because the whole game he was showing that he was making those spectacular catches, which is even more impressive because after the game we all found out that he broke his ribs the week prior and practiced through it. He never popped up on the injury report one one day um, as missing practice, and he ended up playing this huge game for the Eagles to try to advance them into the NFC Championship game. And this this loss isn't on Jeffrey at all. Um, I think we've all seen the reactions from uh, the Eagles fans, Eagles players. They all have his back because they know what a great player he is. It's not the loss isn't on Nick Foles. I mean, <clears throat> he did play um, very subpar, missed a lot of open passes um, after the first quarter, but he had full control with over two minutes to go. And um, in my opinion, like, He's one of the most clutch quarterbacks, like down six with a little bit of time to go. Like he's he's going to go for that touchdown. He can get it. And it's just unfortunate that this is the time that Alshon drops the pass. And this is the time that um, Nick Foles was starting to heat up late in the game. It just it just didn't work out. And that's um, that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Nick Foles in the blame game because we've seen a lot of people try to either put it on Foles or put it on the running game or put it on Jim Schwartz. I mean, personally, I think Jim Schwartz did a great job defensively. I know we gave up at least one third and 16, another third and long, and obviously you never want to give up um, or allow conversion in that situation. But at the end of the end, uh, end of the day, he only gave up 20 points compared to, what was it, the 48 points the first time. I mean, the defense mm-hmm. played mm-hmm. way better this time around. And we have, yeah. when you have a player like Josh Hawkins mm-hmm. on the field who – I mean, I've never even heard that name before. When you have a player like <laughs> yeah, him on the field, yeah. you, you can't expect them to step up every time. And it's it's just kind of it's how the season's gone. It's where guys have to step up. And just in a game like this, you can't expect them to play like uh, Roddy McLeod would or um, Ronald Darby. And um, so it's unfortunate. But I don't think any one person can, can be blamed for this or any one thing. I think the yeah. biggest... Um factor for this loss was the momentum i mean the eagles played hard the offense wasn't moving great but if you think about it the eagles completely silenced the superdome after they went up 14-0 they were hot like the saints were like shocked that the eagles can come out with two drives and um go up by two scores and then as soon as nick Foles throws that interception to Lattimore early in the game 
<clears throat> the Saints are right back into it. They go down to score, um, and then the crowd starts getting into it. And that's one of the hardest places to play just because of the passion of those fans and that it's an indoor stadium. Um, I mean, it's just really hard to play as a opposing team, and the Eagles were doing everything they could. But, I mean, you saw countless mental errors on the Eagles' side just because of that crowd noise, and they weren't used to that. And as soon as the momentum was out of their hands, it was hard to get back into that game. Yeah, and although it was really early, I honestly thought that Foles' first interception went on to be sort of the key turning point in the game because we had all the momentum, like you said, and then right after that, we lost it all, and they scored, I think it was on their next possession, not that possession, but it just goes to show how the offense played great first quarter, but you got to keep scoring, like we said, in our keys of the game and not turn the ball over, and that's what this team did, which I thought ultimately led to the loss. So if they keep if they keep the ball there, they can keep driving. It's it's a totally different game. And I thought um, the run game, I thought there should have been more balance, especially from the second quarter on, because the first quarter it was a great mix of runs and passes. And then uh, it seemed like Doug Pearson just strayed away from the run, which is very questionable in my opinion. And if we don't do that, uh, keep keep up the scoring then. We definitely win. And I thought the defense did everything they could Think about it, only giving up 20 points to the number one seed in the NFC and the Saints, a high-scoring offense, and a team who we allowed 48 points the last time they played in the Superdome, a very tough environment. I mean, props to Jim Schwartz for everything he did in this game, and especially Cravon LeBlanc stepping out with that huge interception on the first play of the game. And then back to the uh, Alshon Jeffrey point. It just goes to show, with broken ribs, I mean, this team does everything they can, puts their body on the line in order to help their team win. I mean, it's just it goes to show the testament of this team, the unity that they have in order to help their team out and ultimately, uh, in hopes of earning the victory, just came up short on Sunday, but valiant effort, and I, I'm so proud of them. I thought it was a great season, all things considered, all the adversity we faced. So heading into next season, we'll be much better with all the players we're getting back uh, from injury this year. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to touch on the running game point you made for a bit. So I think the Brandon Brooks injury was incredibly crucial to that because they were averaging five yards per carry before he got hurt. And then after his injury, they're averaging, I think, under two yards per carry. So once he left, they really couldn't get anything going. And um, in a game like this, you have to put the ball in your best player's hands. And um, Nick Foles is obviously the best player. Like, as in terms of throwing the ball and creating plays offensively over Wendell Smallwood, if you don't have a capable offensive line, Darren Sproles. So, that was definitely part of the reason why they had to stray away from the run. Yeah, I completely agree with um, going away from the run there because I saw that same statistic, right? When Brooks left, the running game was terrible. And um, I think that it was important just to stay pass heavy because you know that you're just going to lose a down if you're trying to run the ball against this defense without Brandon Brooks you're getting two two yards at the most so but I think that also takes away a huge part of this offense because last playoffs we saw Foles with the RPOs now you can't even use that because the Saints know that he's not going to be handing that ball off and they're going to be blitzing almost every play as we saw because they know that the Eagles can't run the ball so they're just going for Nick Foles um it put a lot of pressure on him. He made a couple bad throws because of the pressure. And I know he stays calm under pressure and he can take it, but 
it definitely did impact this offense a lot and losing Brooks had a bigger effect than most people think. Yeah, yeah that was definitely. that was a really crushing blow. And I also thought um a key point to bring up on the Saints third possession of the game when Brandon Graham ships sack Breeze and almost recovered the football. I thought if he holds on to that then the Eagles would have started their next possession at the Saints thirty one yard line and at least gotten a field goal out of it. So that would have definitely uh, kept their momentum up. They would have been like on top of the world at that point, up possibly seventeen nothing if they get a touchdown, twenty one nothing. I just think it's a totally different game then, and uh, I honestly think they win if they recover that fumble because it just would have been so tough for the Saints to come back. Although I, I think they would have made it close late, but the Eagles managed to hold on the way their defense was playing, and I thought it was just a key turning key point in the game. Yeah, absolutely, and um. This is kind of a separate conversation, but this is where the games like the Titans game where they blew the lead, the Panthers game, the Vikings game, both of the Cowboys games. This is where games like that, you really have to win those type of games because I think if the Eagles are at home, um, they probably win this game. They still should have won the game. I think they showed in the first quarter that they were the better team, but they wouldn't have blown a lead like this if they're at home. I mean, granted, they did do that against the Panthers, but it still it still was a different team against the Saints. And um, so I think... Um, it's a good learning point for the Eagles, and um, they'll be able to build on that, build on that for next season. Realize that they have to stay in it the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. good, John. All right, and uh, I also want to bring up another point. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys know, but I mean, there were plenty, there were plenty of injuries both on the Saints and Eagles, and I maybe thought like the Superdome turf had an effect on this. And I didn't really see, like, the NFL talking about it or having discussions after the game. So I just thought, like, it was something to bring up because you look at it. Brandon Brooks tore his Achilles. Fletcher Cox was out for a majority of the game with a foot injury. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey for only a few plays. And then uh, Rasul Douglas, ankle injury. And he went out in a crucial part of the game when they had to put in Josh Hawkins. And as a result, the Saints get that touchdown uh, to Keith Kirkwood, I believe, to make it a 14-7 game, gain all the momentum, and pretty much went on from that point and never looked back. Yeah, we, yeah. There's um, actually back-to-back Achilles injuries in less than a minute. Um, I think the mm-hmm. Saints, I forget his name, but defensive lineman, and then Brandon Brooks um, a couple seconds later. So that area of the field, there had to be something going on there. I mean, that's... Uh, so rare to see an Achilles injury, but then two right in a row. Um, that's that's unreal. Yeah, yeah, really odd. Yeah, I was just gonna mention that. And, um, I think the turf has kind of been one of the big knocks on the Superdome for a while. And um, I don't know if the league will necessarily address it, but it's definitely something to look out for for the Rams this coming week. You know that doesn't it doesn't affect the Eagles, but going forward for any team that plays there, it's something they have to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think another reason as to why the Eagles lost this game was. The Saints' 11-minute drive with 92 yards. They, I mean, they took up pretty much the whole third quarter. The Eagles could never really get back into it, um, kind of get their offense going. They, re- they had a really tough time, I thought, after that. And as a result, the Saints just, I mean, they scored. And then the defense did everything I could, like I said earlier. It just, the offense just couldn't do enough, ultimately, in the end. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's definitely a lot of factors to losing this game. And um, we're going to wrap this episode up here. But um, two things to kind of look forward to with the Eagles is like this toughness with the team and the two players 
that we're playing with Earth. Um, Alshon Jeffrey playing with injury with the broken ribs. I mean, he played through almost every single snap. Um, had a great stat line. I know he had the drop at the end, but he's so tough. Last year, he played with a torn rotator cuff for a huge part of the season. Um, that's definitely the player that you want in Philly. That's the kind of wide receiver that you want on this team. And Brandon Brooks, after the game, he said he's never had a major injury in his entire career, and he thought that um, Terrence Achilles would hurt more. So he kind of just is brushing this off. He says he's going to um, take every day of rehab like it's a game and do his best, and he's going to get back on the field for us, hopefully week one. Yep, and I really love the attitude and determination of this team, as well as the brotherhood, as you saw uh, Nick Foles picking up Alshon Jeffrey, saying, hey, this wasn't on you, man. It's a t- We win as a team, we lose as a team. And then you saw Doug Peterson consoling Alshon Jeffrey on the sideline. And then I think it was yesterday when they were cleaning out their locker rooms, even Brandon Graham uh, giving all the reporters a hug because he mm. could be gone after the season. It just goes to show this, t- these team, this team, they're great players on and off the field, and you see it through their community work, uh, service work. And uh, back on Alshon, I, just, I tweeted something after the game, um, after he owned up to his drop, and he said it was on me, and he'll take the blame for the loss. But from what I tweeted, I'll read it right here. I said, keep your head up, Alshon. It happens to the best receivers in this league. This will not define him, and he was a key piece of the Eagles' memorable Super Bowl title a year ago, so he should never forget that. And don't worry, he'll be back. He'll be better than ever and redeem himself next season as well as this whole Eagles team as a unit. Yeah, yeah definitely. Very well put. And uh, despite the loss, uh, things are obviously still looking very bright in Philly, and uh, just the culture that Doug Peterson and Harry Roseman and Jeffrey Leary, that the culture that they've created, it's really a testament to them, and um, they've really put the, this team in a good situation, not only succeed for last season, this season, but for years to come. Yep, he mentioned that. Always gonna, The goal is to always keep playing in January, and I think this team can do that for many years to come, like you said. Yeah, it's a great team. The season will always be remembered for how this team fought against adversity, and made it to the playoffs and put up great fights against two of the best teams in the NFC. Um, I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. And um, we're still sad about that loss, but we still have a lot to look forward to for Philadelphia for years to come. So leave you guys with this. Go Birds, and we'll see you next time. Go Birds.